This is Yellow Packaging. This is Yellow Packaging. Episode 28. Episode 28. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram at Yellow Packaging 604 and rate and review us on iTunes. This isn't a scary movie, by the way. It's happy! Yahoo! You're listening to Yellow Packaging by Jesslyn and Colton. We're two Asians born and raised in Vancouver, living our lives through the perspective of a growing minority. Our podcast is about nothing, about something, and about everything. We talk about issues going on in our lives, our city, and how that relates back to our place in a Western society. So sit back, listen up, and get a new view on what it's like. And get a new view on what it's like to live in Vancouver. To live in Vancouver. Hello. Hi, we're back. We're back after what a couple few weeks, maybe yeah, a few weeks. Like a few weeks. We are now on episode twenty-eight. Well, look at us. Kind of a big deal. I'd say for yeah. sure. And we're recording in your favorite place, the library. Yes, I love this place still. Yeah. Um, we are trying their audio equipment, so I apologize if the sound is a bit weird or it sounds off compared to our other episodes, but we're trying new things, you know? Yeah. Speaking of new things, I'm trying the violin. Yeah. Never played you, a violin before. I, I hope you like that intro. Yeah, it did kind of sound scary, um, but I don't know how else to hold the bow. You're, you're the first time for everything. Yeah, I guess so. I'll still Google and YouTube it. Yeah. Next time, pro. Maybe we'll have a violin sound next time. Again, we'll see. Yeah, we'll I'm okay with sound. it. <laughs> <laughs> the banjo was out, so that's why I took the violin. <laughs> okay, cool. So... So how are you? How are things? Good. Things are good. I feel like, you know, things are really w- going well for me. Um, I'm happy to announce that as a Friday, I am officially debt free. <gasps> wow! That is awesome. Yeah, so that must feel so good. It's a very um, empowering feeling. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. So it's uh yeah I I'm now officially debt free. It's I've been carrying around this, like, chunk of debt for, like, a good, like, seven years. Oh, my goodness. And this is, like, student loans, then that. I paid off my student loans already. Oh, that like, must have felt good, A few good years too. ago. Yeah. But this is just, like, wreck. I feel like, I don't know, maybe not everybody goes through it, but usually in your early 20s to mid-20s, you kind of do a bit of reckless spending where... You know, mm-hmm. I think at that age, you're getting a lot of credit cards and you're getting a lot of like, you know, here's a credit card, here's a line of credit, you know, and then when you move out on your own, you're just irresponsible. <laughs> well, at least I was irresponsible. And yeah, so I accumulated a bit of debt that I've been carrying and slowly paying off. And I finally just paid it all off. Last wow, so that's really awesome. It's a great feeling. Yeah. And I feel like this huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Yeah. I, I finally feel financially secure. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I guess, part of being a grown-up too. Yeah. I finally feel like I can be free of this chain that's been like ball and chain that's been kind of the cloud over your head <laughs> yeah, exactly. it's like no should i get the avocado toast <laughs> exactly yes it's like debt 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 but yeah no it's it's a great feeling so that's kind of what's new with me wow that's awesome yeah so being 20 and then having a credit card and yeah. then you know even having money it's just like totally shots for everyone yeah i will say though that as terrible as debt is to carry with you, it really gives you a new perspective on, well, hopefully it gives you a new perspective on 
how to handle money better after you paid off your debts. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then like start a savings account. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's, that's the thing that I've been kind of conflicted with was like, why am I saving money when I should be putting that money towards debt repayment? Um, So it's always been that constant juggle for me. But now it's like, I get it. You know, it's like, you have to learn, I think being adult or not being adult, but just being financial money responsible means learning how to juggle those kinds of things. Oh gosh. Yeah, I know what you mean. But I'm, yeah. I'm doing a no buy year. I know. Tell me about that. So did I share this on the podcast? I think you have. Okay. So your cousin. Yes. I guess my cousin too. Yeah. um, She decided to do a no buy buy year, but she had like pretty lenient rules. Like she can buy up to 10 items in the year. Yeah consign stuff and then things she needed uh, she had her own rules um and i have my own rules too so be things um i need to replace i can Mm -hmm. buy things for isa i can buy um and if i can sign that money i can use that towards something for myself got it um and then in terms of makeup and sort of beauty products that's just on a replacement um deal like yeah basis right uh so so far I haven't bought anything. Um, and I can sign two pairs of jeans, a couple shirts. Nice. So I'm waiting to make bank from that and then buy myself something pretty. That's amazing. Yeah, but I'm running out of outfits. So <laughs> you're going to see this probably but next time I see you. teaches you to be creative with your outfits at the same time, right? No, it's true. And it's also like you start to value stuff you have. It's like, oh, I didn't have this or I didn't notice I had this. Yeah. So now I'm going to be wearing this. Totally. Or, even just feeling conscious of like stuff you don't wear. So why is it still there? Right. So that's why I started consigning. Um, and, you know, Frank Company has been pretty good to me. That was going to be my my recommendation or my suite. Well, but whatever, I'll talk about it <laughs> well, we have later. Suite. Yeah, save it I'll later. have another suite. <laughs> Got it. But that's a good place to yeah. shop and also to bring your clothes in. And I feel like they always take my stuff. Although they did take one of my uh, one of my jeans, like my Naked and Famous ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, you take this brand, like, why didn't you take this one? And she's like, well, it's really outdated and it's really low rise. And I was like, no, did give it back to me. <laughs> Throw it in the bag. I, I don't want to talk about this anymore. That's the one thing with consigning is that they make you feel like, like, I yeah. know, it's weird. I took it personal. <laughs> like, fuck you. That was uh, five years ago and I had a flat stomach and I love showing my hip bone, I guess. For it sure. was low. It I was will very say, low. There has been like a move towards high rise. Yeah, so. totally. Even for me, like comfort level wise, yeah. like especially post-pregnancy, um, post-ESA, like yeah. I need that extra fabric. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I need the coverage. You can't be wearing low rise jeans. Nowadays, no. <laughs> right? Am I Britney Spears? No. I wonder if there'll ever be a, like a, a movement back to low rise. Oh, I hope not. Do you remember that? It was like early 2000s. Yeah, for sure. Like, the one inch zip. Oh my gosh. That was all the rage. <laughs> yeah. And then also, um, I guess like velour. Yeah. Velour tracksuits. J-Lo had like a really low yeah. cut one. The TNA tracksuits. Oh my gosh. Those are the I days. hope that never comes back. Well, the low rise. I don't mind the tracksuits. I feel like it may come back, but not hopefully anytime soon. I hope it like skips Issa's teenager, <laughs> early adulthood uh, generation. That may be when it actually comes back. It's like, mom, I love these. They make me feel comfortable. It's like your coochies hanging out. <laughs> Do I see your coochie hair? Yeah, you're going back home. You have that to look forward to. Oh, fantastic. Or maybe she's modest like me. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Maybe Just maybe. (laughs) We shall see. Uh, So yeah, so they took my stuff. And they always take my stuff. Yeah. 
you know? But that's no buy year for you. Yeah, it's a no buy year. Let's see. I'm like racking up some dollar bills now. I like that though. That's a great, that's a great kind of, I think in nowadays it's like we have to buy less or be more conscious about what we're buying. So I think that's a really great way to start with that is by starting like a no buy year. But you know what I'm thinking too, like sort of what I've learned through this right now is I've like emotionally bought or I've treated it like a hobby. Yeah. So it's like, what do I do now? It's like a treat yourself kind of moment. It's always like treat myself. Right. Um, And then today felt like a treat yourself moment, but then I refrained. What were you going to buy? Well, I don't know. I was going to buy anything because I was like, I had a bad day. Yeah. I was telling you earlier. So tell me, was... you walked in and you're like, I suffered racism and I yes. had to, you had to Google it. I had to Google how to deal with racism. So backtrack, um, Issa went to a new class, a new music class, and it was at Cole Harbor. Great. Um, and there's a four-way stop right before you go to Cole Harbor. Okay. Um, it was raining. Anyways, I was walking, I was taking a crosswalk. Um, and this is us, like the class is over. I left and then Issa was losing her shit. So I had to go back to see if she was like, okay. So we went to back to Cole Harbor. As I'm crossing that four way stop, this lady in a white Mercedes didn't stop. So okay. she almost hit us. Was this a four, it was a four way stop. Four way stop. The other car went and I was, it was my turn. Like right. I had waited. It was my turn to go. Yeah. Um, and I was like, stop you crazy bitch. Yeah. Um, her windows are up, but she you could see that I was mouthing that. And yeah. I looked at her and I was like, what the fuck? And then yeah. she fingered me. So I was all like, what the fuck? Fuck you. Yeah. Did like, you finger her back? Yeah, I did. And I don't even use yeah. this finger. So it felt like foreign. Like, oh, does that what it's supposed to You're look like? like? Okay. Index <laughs> finger, middle finger. Oh, Got yeah. It. Oh, delayed. <laughs> so I'm crossing now. She rolls down the window, says something. I turn around and she's like, go back to the Philippines. Get the fuck out. And I was like in shock. And it was like. Was she white? No. That's like the kicker is she was a person of color. She was, I I don't know, maybe Persian or I don't know. Um, Middle Eastern. That's so fucked up that she would go to that kind of She went there. And I was like, I was. I didn't even know what to do. So you were just like speechless? I was really speechless. And Issa was crying and I felt like crying because I was like, what do I do with this? I called Coleman and I was like, hey, um, who do I call about experiencing racism? He's like, why? What happened? Are you okay? And I was like, told him what happened. And he's like, oh my gosh, that's just, that's just how it is. Yeah. And I was like, what? And he's like, well, I can't talk now. Gotta go. I'm Bye. I'm at a work function. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. So I Googled it and I didn't find sort of what I was looking for. There was like websites yeah. or the government websites talked about like organizing groups. But I wasn't there for that. Like I, there's no hotline no. for that. Do you feel like you need a hotline for this? Well, I, I just didn't know how to digest that. And I think in past podcasts um, that we've had, I, I was like, I'm always lucky that I haven't really experienced it. That one yeah. time I experienced it, it was like a drunk guy. And I think he was talking to all of us. Right. And I don't know if he was, it was directed to me. This was directed at me. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, what's a positive spin here? Ah, she got Filipino, right? So I like <laughs> Filipino and go back to the Philippines. What did she really mean? Like okay. go vacation there? Yeah, I'd love to go back. Yeah. But it was like, that wasn't helping. It was... What a fucking dumb yeah. bitch. And it was like bothering me all day. And I think Issa was picking up on it. And 
She's just... like, girl, you need some t- time out. Here, you go in the bedroom. I'll play with these blocks. Yeah. We, we you want to color? You want to color? You yeah. look like you could color. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but she was, just, I don't know if she was like that affected, but I was yeah. like, I'm kind of still feeling it. Yeah. Um, my sister is really good. I called her after I spoke to Coleman or after my Google search. Yeah. She's always like, has a way of like making me feel better. Yeah. Um. But hers was, it was kind of funny and maybe kind of mean, but it made me feel better. It was like, maybe she's having a bad day. Maybe she like smashed her car now. She hit a tree. Oh, maybe not a living tree. So hit a pole. Yeah. Oh, she's going to get it. Like karma's a bitch. And I was like, yeah, karma yeah. is a bitch. It's going to come tenfold. But like, yo, you're a person of color. Like You're the last person that should be throwing those kind of insults Yeah, and that's sure. what I think makes it more shocking. I yeah. almost want, like, expect it to be, like, a white person. Totally. You wouldn't expect it out. from somebody like that. Yeah, no. So I guess you were just left speechless. It was, and I just went back, and I was like, I don't know what else to do, so I was just, like, Googling. There's nothing really you can do. It's just you got to learn not to take that, internalize that too much, because at the end of the day, she was just... You obviously Blowing upset her, not saying she was right, but yeah. she wanted to find... Something that would, but she was so quick. Shank you. That was like loaded. She yeah. did shank me. And yeah. She like twisted the dagger. Yeah. Um. But you just, I think it's like don't. What they say, don't don't fight. Uh, was it venom with venom or poison with poison or what's that? I yeah, can't remember sure. what it's called. It sounds familiar. So anyways, like, don't stoot her levels, what I'm trying to say, right? Fight Just fire be- with fire? Yeah, don't fight fire with fire. Yeah. Because it doesn't make the situation any better. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, it doesn't. So I think your sister had it right. Like, maybe she had a bad day. Or she may not even have a bad day. She's just maybe a really ugly person. And that's that's her only way of kind of throwing an insult back at somebody. Yeah. She's just probably more ashamed that she was in the wrong. And she's like, you know what? Yeah, she almost murdered Issa. Yeah. <laughs> Serious. She was going fast. Like yeah. she didn't pause. And totally. no one pauses at yeah. that um stop sign. Yeah. I saw it happen a few times. Yeah. As and I was waiting. I think the thing is like no matter the color, racism exists in all colors. It's so crazy. In all forms, you know what I mean? So Yeah. You're right. You gotta brush that bitch she's off. She's just not a nice person. She's irrelevant. And you know, she's maybe let's just assume that she's tossing and turning right now so upset with herself that mm. she threw something so horrible out i and, hope so you know what i mean yes don't worry about it stupid you're bitch. a-okay i'm okay yeah <laughs> you have every right to be here if yes. anything even more right than her i was born here too yeah, exactly. in canada i don't know any other place but here yeah exactly canadia canadia yeah. hello so anyways anyways as you might guess, my topics are going to be racist or <laughs> racial uh, Charged, themed, yeah. Racially charged uh, <laughs> right. things that have happened. Cool. So why don't you start off with your topic? Um, okay. Well, this happened um, recently. So this is mid-March. This article came out and it was about a city councilor who had also experienced racism um, in the form of an email And it was sort of the same, kind of the same lines as, hold on, let me just bring it up, Um, what I experienced. Mm -hmm. Someone had emailed him um, saying to go back to his country and also to take his mother. If she brought my mother into that, (laughs) oh, Lord, help me. Me and Issa's running down that street. Hey, Stiggs. Just kidding. We wouldn't. Do you remember her license plate number? No, I wish. I I didn't have the hindsight to do that. I was like frozen right because it's like how could that even happen yeah especially like this day and age 
but maybe I'm being foolish. We're not immune. I'm not immune. No. You're not immune. Have you experienced anything like that? Not recently, no. How about at any point in your life? When I was younger, yeah, but... Well, how, what's younger? Like when I was like 10, maybe okay. 10, 12-ish. What happened? Um, back in the days, my parents used to own a hotel up in like in Agassiz. Like, so it's like kind of the, the interior countryside of British Columbia. Yeah, that's far east. And then, I mean, it over in those areas, it's like you don't really see a lot of multiculturalism, right? It's pretty much like... Caucasians, well, especially and the the Aboriginals. Is that like early nineties? Yeah, early nineties or mid to early nineties, maybe mid to yeah, mid nineties, let's say. And I remember these kids were like playing in the pool, our outdoor pool, and then fast forward. Anyways, yada yada yada, they were leaving, and then one of the kids said, "Bye bye, Chinaman." To oh, me. rude! But then. I was actually more, I now that I think about it, I was more witty back then because I looked at him and I fingered him and I was like, fuck you, asshole. <laughs> and then he I'm just. 10 years old? Yeah. And my dad was right there and then we just walked away. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize that. Yeah, like, I didn't let him get away with it. And then your dad just like, all right, let's just uh, grab yeah. your swimsuit and yeah. get out of here. Yeah, totally. So, okay. I mean, I experienced it's shit like that. I've experienced all the time, right? Like, actually, just not just recently, but I think I talked about it in a previous podcast where I was at like a little like house party thing and we were all like just chilling there talking and okay. I was the only Asian guy there and then one person pointed out that I was the only Asian guy <laughs> oh and that's just weird you know that it's like weird why would you point that out, like out? That too. And, and it's like and everybody was just silent and stared at me and then I was just like yep I'm the token Asian guy it's like what like why would what you, do you what would you even say yeah, after that exactly I just shrugged I was like okay good job buddy Ooh, who was that guy? Some white guy. I guess guy. you didn't know. Of course, no. it's always a white guy. <laughs> I'm just white kidding. guys. <laughs> Racist. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so your article. Yeah, so my article. Go back to your country and take your mother. Yeah, it's like, better get out of Canada. Take your mom with you. And he's city councillor, Pete Fry. He's, um, I think he's of East Indian or Southeast Asian Got it. descent. Right. But he's on the lighter skin Light side. Light-skinned. Light-skinned yeah. brothers. Yeah. <laughs> That's Mr. Fry for you. <laughs> um, so he does, and he says in this article, he did an interview with um, News 1130. He's like, I do get a lot of these kind of emails. Um, but this one was, it happened in this day, and it was like something about um, trying to intimidate him. And he wanted to make a point that it wouldn't intimidate him. Um, but it's like, get your ass away from the people that built this fine city and get out of Vancouver. Better yet, get out of Canada. Take your mom with you. It's like, whoa, that is so harsh. It's like it's like people don't know how else what else to resort to, so they resort to racism as a way to really insult people. You know what I mean? But I think this day and age, it's like racism is definitely offensive. But I just think that we, we don't really. It, I feel like it, it's kind of lame. It's like, oh, really? You're gonna go to racism to like insult me now? Like, good job, buddy. Like. You're clearly not that smart and intelligent that you have to resort to that kind of yeah, level. Yeah, that's someone you know like I mean? with poo jokes. Yeah, to it's be like, funny. How old are you? Like, are you not? Are you... you know what the irony is too? I just remembered this. So on my way to um, the music class at Cole Harbor, um, there's two Chinese ladies that got in the bus and they were speaking in a different language yeah. really loudly. Yeah. And I saw some old white people on there, and I thought the old white people were going to be racist yeah. towards them. 
Um, because they were really loud and they're like, the woman was like, ha ha, like trying to hear yeah. what her husband was saying or yeah, her yeah. friend was yeah. saying. Um, so I thought they were going to be mean. Right. So I was ready to say something or do you something. just triggered. Yeah. And then they nothing happened. Yeah. Everyone was like, and then it happened to me like later on that day. Yeah. Like some things. It's like, maybe I brought it on. I was like, <gasps> racist. Something racist you happened You just assumed now. that the two old white people would be racist. Yeah, I guess so. Or something bad was going to happen because they were whispering something. And yeah. I was like, oh, now they're going to start shit. You're like, bring it. Come on. Yeah. Give me a reason to so like. So maybe I'm being racist too because I thought they were going to be... I think you're probably triggered. I was being like cautious. Yeah. Maybe I watched too many <laughs> of those like videos. <laughs> yeah, totally. Of public transportation. For sure. And people doing that. You're like, here's my moment. Oh Here. no. It's like, what would I do? Yeah. The like, what would I do moment? Yeah. Cause yeah. like, do I feel safe? Yeah. And that was like another thing. Um, one of the website notes where like, if you do see racism, if, do you feel safe if you do say something? Cause there's like a power. Totally. Witnessing it. For sure. And I was like, do I feel safe? No, I didn't think about that after. Uh. Whatever, fuck that bitch. But anyways, maybe I did bring it on because I was thinking like... Well, no, I don't think you should resort to that kind of resolution. It's like, oh, it's because I I brought this... I brought it on myself. I brought it on myself. It's my fault. I should apologize. Like, no. But it was like... What she did was in the wrong and you didn't say anything wrong wrong to those two old white people. No, I didn't. You didn't do anything. No, I just saw them whispering and they were looking over. So I thought something was starting. Yeah. (laughs) Nothing happened. Everyone was very nice on the bus. So that bitch... Was clearly in the wrong. Okay, yeah. She's not back. intelligent because she had to resort bad. to that kind of stupid. I mean, actually, no. I was like, what would be the reason for her to resort to that? And really, there isn't because she doesn't know you. No, she. Well, that's why she knows what colors. Well, my nationality. And that's is. so stupid. Like, go back to the Philippines. Like, yeah, I'd love to vacation. Yeah, exactly. That. Yeah, I would love to beat this rain. I wish you could reverse, and I have exactly. a couple one-liners for you, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> anyways, oh, uh, anyways, so he's dealt with racism and he's just telling people like to be aware Got no it. one's immune yeah it happens in the city for sure even though we don't hear it so much mm-hmm, nowadays mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. he was just saying that um and then one thing he did say that kind of struck a chord with me was that there's been a lot of research showing that there is an unconscious bias and they noticed that with children as young as one that just gets that there's like yeah there's a bias and it, it makes sense too like the way i see it too as a little girl like say isa for instance she's yeah. around asian people yeah like, all the time right so naturally she'll feel more comfortable with like asian colored. ladies yeah like her yeah or like me she feels safe with me my like your auntie grandma's those yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. things she's around asian people. ladies all the time especially ladies so one mm-hmm. thing i'll say too that now ties into that is um I think sometimes Issa's, like, too friendly, and she'll go to Asian ladies. Like, at the, um, was it Uniqlo the other day? Yeah. We were in there, and she's just being adorable, like, mm-hmm. walking around. Yeah. And this um, Uniqlo Asian lady. Associate. Yeah, associate. Asian <laughs> lady. Asian lady. <laughs> associate, who's of Asian descent. Right. Um, was starting to talk to her. Mm-hmm. She knelt down and went to pick her up. Yeah. And I grabbed her and was like, He's a stranger. This she's a stranger. She's like, she's just so cute. She's so cute. And I was like trying to pull Issa away from this woman, but she naturally just like put her hands up for her this lady to pick her up. Yeah. And then it happened at a a sunglass store. Yeah. And I was like, Coleman, do you see this? <laughs> I'm like, that is so rude. Like you just don't pick someone's baby up. So you were offended by it? I was mad that she didn't even ask. She just like went to go pick her up and I had to be the one to grab her. Coleman's like looking at sunglasses. 
So you're. It's like, why isn't anyone more alarmed? Were you you alarmed that a stranger just picked up your baby? Or were you alarmed that Issa let a stranger pick up? There's two things. I'm. I want Issa to be more like Audrey and she's just like Friendly. a little more snobby oh, oh, and doesn't want to be picked up and got will it. throw kind of a fight if she doesn't know you. Mm-hmm. Issa is just all like, hey, okay, up. And then she's, she's willing to go to her. Are you so are you blaming her? No, I'm blaming the woman. The woman should know like, oh, yeah. is it okay if I, you know? Right. It's like, no, you can't carry strangers' babies. Maybe like, she just maybe go. she just assumed it was okay because you were with, right there to witness it. Okay, so well, it's, it's no different than somebody going up to somebody's dog and petting them. I always asking. ask, is it okay <laughs> to pet your dog? What if they're just like tied up to like the side of the road? And then I just like I wave, I oh. say hello. What if the dog bites me? That's my. Well, I ask the dog first if I can pet them. <laughs> of course. Do okay? you consent? <laughs> <laughs> Lick my hand if you do. Yeah, sniff my hand. Uh, no, yeah, that's I a tough that's... one. What do you mean it's a tough one? Don't touch someone's baby without asking. Yeah. I don't know. I I don't know. Okay. I, so yeah. I, I don't, I don't, I, I don't. Yeah. Sure. Okay. <laughs> I, I've never uh, been, I can't, I can't understand that situation enough to have a strong opinion about it. It's weird that that wouldn't be something you'd be like, no, that's alarming. Like strangers shouldn't just pick up Isa. <laughs> yeah. I did. Strangers shouldn't pick up other people's kids. Why not? What do you mean, why not? They're strangers, <laughs> we don't know them. Kids get pick- kidnapped all the time. Yeah, that, no, I, I, I get that part of it, for sure. I just, yeah. I, yeah. Uh, yeah. Out of respect. Yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess I won't be carrying people's children well, I, that I, would, I don't know. I wouldn't, I definitely wouldn't just pick up a baby that was just like, or a toddler that was just walking around aimlessly. It was unless, 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 unless the toddler was by herself and she was like lost, and stuff, then I would maybe be more inclined to pick her up. But if the mom was right there, I don't think I would pick up the baby. I'd probably just get on, kind of crouch down and be like, hey, how's it going? Like, yeah, that trying. seems reasonable. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that happen. Yeah. Um, little old ladies do that all the time. But did Issa initiate it? Did she ask for it? She was asking for it, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> what was she wearing? Yeah, what was she wearing? Yeah. Maybe she didn't wear that t-shirt. Yeah, that um, sweatsuit. That showed off she's... her neck. And she'd be okay. <laughs> Yeah, no, this is on Issa. Yeah, yeah no, I'm just kidding, her outfit. Um, I get it. No, I get it. I totally understand. I just didn't. Yeah, I just didn't put one, two, and two together in those situations. So yeah. So I, I can understand. So going back to the bias, <laughs> I can see that now. Yeah. It's like um, Coleman, Issa isn't that comfortable with boys usually. Got it. It takes a long time for her to warm up. You've seen her too. Like sometimes, actually, no, she's pretty comfortable with you. I feel like it, but I don't know. Yeah, because um, there is a definitely like a warm up period. Mm-hmm. I think it's just exposure that she needs, right? But the more you expose her to different people, the more open she's going to be to other people, yeah. right? So it's like you don't want to shelter her off. No, you totally. want her to have those social skills. In. Yeah, so that's that, why we do the classes. Yeah. That's why we're at the library. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, so cultural bias. She's exposed to a lot of Asians. Exactly. She so... feels more comfortable. But I think it's. It's important that you educate, not educate her, but just expose her to more than just one type or one shade of race. You know what I mean? I think it's important for her for to be exposed to all colors. Yeah. I'm lucky that we do have like yeah. a big group of people. Totally. Um, and if you're doing that, then that's all that matters. Really? She's true. still young. She's she's like a year and like a month. 
Yeah, she's 13 months. Yeah. <laughs> she's 13 months. This, they were just saying, like, research, like, children have it within the first year of life. Yeah. So that's where she's getting it from. She's picking she's it up like, right now. Exactly. So. Um, but at 18 months, because I also Googled it, is, like, when she'll comprehend more dialogue. Like, yeah. Like, uh, you can talk about these things. Yeah. And, like, who's the stranger? So yeah. I will be more, like, aware and cautious about that. And be vocal about seeing yeah. it. Cause also, I don't want to be rude. No, of course not. But I have to get myself amped up. When we go into the store, I'm all like, you are her protector. You are the mama bear. No one's going to pick her up. That's it. You go in that store. You just, got this. You got this. I just I think that in. like that kind of going into it, that kind of attitude is a bit aggressive. Well, because I'm very nice and I'll, I'll let them hold her. And I don't want Isa to think that's okay. So you don't want like, strangers. Like, you know, so if anybody was like, oh, can I, can I... If they asked you, would you be okay with it or no? No, that's still like a weird thing. No one's even asked. Maybe if they asked, it'd be like something maybe different. I'll I'll see when I cross that bridge. But no one's asked yet. They just like scoop her up. And I'm just like, no, you're a stranger. Thank you. Yeah. I don't know. And then I'm just like, hi, hi, give high five. And then I'm still being nice at the end of it. Yeah. Need to be a little more stern. Because I think that's the slippery slope. Have you seen the movie... Um, deep end of the ocean. No. A kid gets kidnapped at the mom's, it's Michelle Pfeiffer. Mm-hmm. Michelle Pfeiffer is at a high school reunion. The kid gets kidnapped and he's missing for 13 years. Oh, and then he comes, They. oh yeah, the and neighbor he kidnapped her, right? down the street. Right, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, hey, I think the lawnmower kid is um, my, son. my son. Yeah, yeah, I remember that movie actually. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, so we totally Danger. veered off the topic. Danger. Oh yeah, and racism. <laughs> and racism. So in other words, you know, if you if you don't protect your child, they're gonna get kidnapped. Yeah. And then they'll live down yeah. the street from you. If you need an example, watch Deep End of the Ocean. Deep because, End of the Ocean. You know, that's or, a real life story. Remember when we were growing up? It was that Michael Donahue kid that yeah. was missing, and yeah. he's still missing. <gasps> okay. So, so just, fry. Yep. Cultural bias. Mm-hmm. Nope. Everybody's a victim. Nobody's safe. Just be aware of it. Just be aware. Yeah. And don't internalize it. Yeah. But, I'll do that soon. Or just have some witty comments to dish back to them. Yeah. Like, fuck you, asshole. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pretty much. Or it'd be like, I'd love to go back to the Philippines. Thank you very don't much. Don't mind if I do. Don't have you seen the airline prices? <laughs> yeah, <it does. laughs> Okay. Is that oh, true? but it's typhoon season. <laughs> I should just put this in my back pocket for that moment. Just wait here. I have this. I have. Let me open my notebook. Don't go anywhere. Uh, wonderless. Wonderless. Ooh, this moment calls for airline prices. <laughs> Airbnb. Airbnb. Okay. Uh, so, anyways, that's what's been going on, and then also my. I'm sorry topic. that that happened to you. Sucks. But like I said, try not to internalize it because it. She didn't mean it. If that makes sense, you know what I mean. Well, you don't know that. I'd like for somebody to say it back to her, and then she'll understand. You know what I mean? She's just an asshole. Yeah. But it does really hurt. Let me just say. For like, sure. That one stung a new kind of does it? Does it hurt, or does it anger you? Like, that fucking bitch got away with it. It was that, too, because it's kind of coward. You get to be in a car, you get yeah. to roll up your window, and you get to go really fast and leave the situation. Yeah, totally. I hear you. Well, you're a stronger person because of it. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's move on to my topic. Yes. 
So my topic is not local. Okay. It's more international. It's happened back in. It's old. It happened back in January. So I'm kind of just going over some topics that I had yeah. in my back pocket. And the topic of it is from Global News. So local news are lo- local news team had published this, and it says uh, EVA, EVA Airs, which is a Taiwanese airline flight attendant, says she was forced to wipe passengers' butt. What? So on a flight from LA to Taipei, um, a man had requested that the EVA flight attendant take him to the washroom and wipe his ass. Because he was not um, physically capable to wipe his own ass. What? And he's physically <laughs> capable to be on a plane? Totally. So, picture there. I don't know if there's a picture of him, but I think they said that he was overweight. Um, the flight attendant said that I felt that as a flight attendant, removing a passenger's under underwear was beyond the scope of my responsibilities. Um, the airline employee said they tried to cover the man's genitals with a blanket. But the passenger slapped her hand away. The lavatory. The passenger also demanded the lavatory door be left open because he couldn't breathe. His request was denied. The passenger then allegedly refused to leave the washroom unless someone helped clean his backside. The flight attendant told reporters she had to lift the man while another colleague cleaned him, demanding her to wipe deeper. Oh my gosh! Isn't this oh, ridiculous? I'm mortified. And. Suffice it to say, the man was Caucasian. Oh, gag. So I don't know if it's a racist trigger thing or if he would have done this to any flight attendant, but I feel like that is something that a flight attendant should definitely not That is have not to in do. her job description. Um, so. Here are the exits. Yeah. And this is the stick I used to wipe your ass. Yeah, so they say that in no way or form that this is a flight attendant's job. EVA said that this is their job to do that, and yeah. obviously they wouldn't, but apparently the guy was aggressive, um, and he also he he actually moaned, apparently, while she was wiping his ass. Oh my gosh. So suffice it to say as well that the guy has been banned to fly on EVA airways. However, he has found some loopholes and was able to get back onto an EVA airway flight, but he's been caught... And he's been booted off, and he's now, like, officially banned. And... Ew, yuck. I just Googled him. I'm trying to find a photo. Oh, so you did find a photo? Yeah. So he's kind of gross, right? I'm not tripping, right? No, you're not tripping. This is him. Yeah. Well, so Instagram He that. was obviously, like, apprehended and kicked off the flight and banned from media anyways. But I just... What I want to say about this article is that... I mean, you feel first so off, sick right now. As a flight attendant, like, are you... I think it being like, you know, of Oriental Asian descent, right? There is this kind of uh, pressure and guilt to abide and be be servicing and, you know, to, to not say no and to always say yes and to be very, like, respectful yeah. and stuff. And I feel like that kind of cultural um, mannerism is so ingrained in Asians that would we, that we would go to this kind of extent just to... Just to appease our cultural mannerisms. Does that make sense? Yeah. Isn't it ridiculous? It's like yeah, if I feel I, sad for her. I think just growing up, maybe maybe she was born in Taiwan. I don't know, but maybe growing up where she is, that's what she was taught, and that's what she knows how to react to situations like that is to just appease the person. Me growing up in in Vancouver, of Western culture, I would never, ever, ever, yeah, 
go it's to like that extent no. for my job. Yeah. Like, not only did she do it, but a flight, another flight attendant helped her do it. Oh my god. And the fact that the guy had the nerve to, what, like, slap away the blanket when they tried to cover him while he was defecating. Oh my gosh. Is, oh, like, feel- the nerve this man has. And the fact that he asked them to, like, leave the door open so that he could do his business because he can't breathe. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, like, are you fucking kidding It's me? like, if only those situations... Like, fuck like, off. <laughs> yeah, totally. We're closing the fucking door. Yeah, exactly. And, like, what does he do at home when he shits? Totally. That's why it's like, part of it's like, is this some kind of thing that he gets off on and he just wants to, like... You know, like... See if he can. See if he can get away with yeah. it. It's like a sexual thing. Maybe it's like a domination thing of race or something like that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't want to say it's racially charged because I feel like anything can be, you know, taken out of the... 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 the I don't know. Like... The, the context. The context. Yes. Thank you. Um, But I just think it's like another thing that like culture clash where it's just like, why didn't she just say no? Like, why didn't they say no? She's like, yeah, I've never, I've been a flight attendant for yeah. 25 years. Yeah. Never in my life. Totally. And on top of that, the nerve this guy has to then, knowing that he got kicked off and taken off and banned, to actually book another flight to get back on EVA Airways. Oh my God. That's the kicker Did you know right he's there. American? Yeah, he's Did American. Did you say American he's earlier? From, he's flying from LA to Taipei. Disgusting. So anyway, that was my gross. his name? I don't think they did. I think it was like, for confidentiality reasons, they didn't release his name. But I just want to say to all my Asian brothers and sisters out there that you can say no if you don't feel comfortable doing something, especially in that situation. Nobody will think less of you and nobody will like give you shit for saying no. You don't have to be appeasing at all or submissive or. But that's the thing, too. Like you hear stories about Filipino nannies. Who right. are treated badly. Yeah. And they don't say anything. Yeah. Because they need that money to send back home. Totally. So, yeah, they could say no, but then where does that leave them to? But in Canada, there are, like, resources and communities that help. Yeah. Um, Filipino nannies, or nannies in general, mm-hmm. um, in a tough situation. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I can see that. Filipinos are the same thing. We're submissive. Yeah. We're ab- abiding. People pleasers. Totally. I just we're like the nicest people in the world. Don't deserve racism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. I just think that yes, it's good to be a people pleaser. It's good to be like yes, like I'll do what I can to make your yeah. whatever right situation better. But you also have to learn to say no. Yeah, and it's to your comfort. Like yeah, yeah I can exactly. help you. Yeah. You want to put Issa down, and uh, when she's fed, yeah, when I've got some time, I'll help you out. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. For sure. Priorities. Yeah. She, yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. So that was my article. Um, let's go over a couple other articles. So I just want to update on you on some previous stuff that we talked about. Yeah. Um, so actor Jesse yeah, Smollett. I was also wanting to talk about that. Charges dropped. Yes. That's Can you believe so that? crazy. So like, what do you think? So did, did you see that? Did you read through the article too? Not all of it, no. So it was the same lawyer that um, had brought all the witnesses together against R. Kelly. Right. That helped Jesse. Right. Because um, they felt like he was being wronged by the city. Mm-hmm. And she had a connection to someone who worked... No, Jesse had a connection to someone who worked for, I think, Michelle Obama. Okay. And then that lawyer had a connection to that woman. Got it. So 
it all worked yeah, somehow yeah. worked out. Yeah. In and this web like, of connections. Yeah. In the web of connections. And they were like, okay, charges, all 16 of them dropped. Yeah. Um, but we're going to keep his bail money. Totally. So Sketchy. We're okay. Yeah. Even, even Stevens. So now the city of Chicago is suing Jesse. For what? For, for what he did? Yeah, just the cost of So who of was that. suing him before? Uh, well, it was like the city had charged him. The with, city charged him. Yeah. Chicago. Was, Chicago's the state. Chicago police. Chicago police. So, okay. Illinois is the state. Got it. So Chicago Illinois police. is... No, sh- the city of Chicago <laughs> is suing Jesse now. So who was suing him before? The police? The police was oh. charging him Got it. with fraud. Is that really suing, though? Yeah. You're putting charges? Oy vey. So, um, it's tech- they, even though the RC, or not the RC, the Chicago p- police dropped the charges, now, now the city. Now Chicago. Is Chicago is shooing, suing, <laughs> shilling, just for the cost of the police investigation. So, not necessarily for what he did, but just the just cost of that. Just to cover the cost of that. It's, I think it's just a band-aid kind of like, okay, let's sweep it under the rug and let's cover it up with something else. But like, I need a, like, I haven't found anything that explained it further. No, and I don't think you're ever going to find out. That's the thing. Like, I think them accepting the bail money and all this stuff, it's like, it's just a cover up essentially. So that his career isn't ruined, his reputation isn't ruined, but he still had to like, comp, comp, like, monetarily pay for it. Does that make sense? Yeah, you know what? It's all... It's shady, for sure. I'm not saying that. Up. But I think it's just a way for him to, like, save his ass. And it's like, that's how they're... That's how the lawyers are kind of saving Jussie, for that matter. I guess we'll see how this all pans out. Because, yes. like, how do you redeem your career after that? We'll see. Like, that's, you're going to be tainted by this. For sure. But the fact that it was stated that the charges were dropped... Yeah, well, look at O.J. Simpson. Yeah, not charged with murder. He's not charged with murder. He didn't do it. Yeah, but hey, he's still kicking it. Yeah, he's still alive, but what's he doing? No one cares. I don't think he has to do anything. Even black people think he did it. Yeah, I think everybody knows, but we'll see what happens, I think. Like, he's not getting movie deals or anything like that. Maybe on he will, based on his life. What? He did do that show. I think we talked about this before. Uh, he did a blooper show. It was kind of like a punked. Oh, really? It, it was the saddest thing. And you it watched was called it? Juice. No, I just remember hearing it on a um, a podcast where I was all this American life about lying. <laughs> and it was him like trying to. Was this pre people. or post? Post. Oh my god, I can't. Yeah. Uh, that's just so blow the line. It's so cringy. Like one of them was. Um, he was like, I guess, un- like undercover or like in disguise at a house opening or an open house. Right. And someone dropped something and then someone yelled at someone. It was him who dropped something. Anyways, it was something. And then everyone started yelling. And then those people were charges. I don't know what it was, but he was looking at the house and then he started losing his shit. And then it was like, you just got juiced. Oh my God. And it was like really cringy. Okay. That's enough cringe for me. Anyways, today. I should have remembered how that went. <laughs> mark that as completed. Sweet. Okay. I guess we have time for one, um, more. one more. Let's do the hipster one. Which hipster one? I think we did that one. Well, you start that one. That's why. Okay. Anyways, let's not, let's not do the 13 things woman one because that's my that's my uh sour oh 
Perfect. Perfect. Cool. So I guess that's it then for yeah, articles. Then. I think that is it. Cool. Um, great. Shall we move on to Sweet and Sour then? Yeah. How about you start? Okay. So my sour is also based on an article that you, I think you posted this yeah. from Femme Positive. The article is called 13 Things Women Still Can't Buy Thanks to Men. Yeah. So the whole article is essentially about, um, I guess, gender-specific packaging and products. Yeah. And that has been one of my... Actually, I wanted to talk about that on the last episode. I think I we did kind of touch on it because yeah. you had, like, really manly lotion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was so annoyed by, like, by, like, just... How Black nowadays, yeah, men is written all over it. Exactly, it's like product packaging that is geared towards men and women is so ridiculous. Actually, I don't know if you've watched um that CBC skit show, uh, uh Baroness. Yeah, Baroness von Sketch Show. Okay, yeah. So they did an article on that as well. They did a skit on that about just how like when you do things for a woman, you have to make it pink and frilly and flowers oh, I and that this, way. and then for men, you have to make it like dark and black and, <laughs> and angry and gritty and dirty you know and rough and it just Manly. it just really bothers me and it, it didn't it didn't really bother me before but just recently um i i i used to buy product from this um company called beauty counter right okay and it's like the modern day avon essentially right it's all about like supporting women and women being entrepreneurs and yada yada but essentially it's just like skincare products and hair products and all that stuff right so I reached out to this person that I know and I asked her, oh, um, like, can I, I want to buy some products off of you. So I did. Anyways, yeah, yeah. Fast forward, like, I don't know, like three or four months later, she's like, oh, just want to let you know that we released um, a men's line. So if you want to buy the beauty counter men, definitely reach out to me. And in my mind, I was like, why? What's the difference? So I looked at it because like, it's the same thing. But, but dark, it's dark, and, and it says men on it. <laughs> and I, for some, and after I saw that, I was like, I don't really want to buy this product anymore. Yeah, I don't know why. It just really bothered me. It's like okay, so because I'm a male, I need to buy. It's like enforcing toxic masculinity. Yeah, almost. You know what I mean? And I was just like, why do I want to buy men's product now? Like, what's why can't I buy the woman's product? Like, I was using the night cream, I was using the sunscreen, so why do I need to buy, like, a men's moisturizer that's good for, it's hardworking and day and night, and you can use it all the time, and I'm just like, I was like, what the fuck? It's like, why? Why don't I just use the night cream instead? You know, it's just like... Yeah, no, I get It's you. like, why do, why do I have to prescribe to this? And I understand that hetero males are very fragile in regards to their masculinity, and they need the stuff to enforce that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But at the same time, it's like, dude, it's 2019. You should be okay with your masculinity nowadays since we're so gender fluid and we're so like, like we're equal yeah. and this and that. You know, I mean, obviously, like my mindset isn't of the same mindset as the mass majority, right? But I feel like in this day and age, your you should not your masculinity should not be threatened. You know what I mean? Especially when we're gearing towards like this new era of belief of like not new era of belief, but like gender equality is so strong yeah. now in the Me Too movement and women are just like men. Like, why do we have to make product to further enforce these ridiculous, like awful stereotypes? You know, like why does feminine product have to be like one type of way and men's product has to be another way? Yeah, it's like, true. I get it for clothing maybe, like, but even clothing too, right? But I just like, yeah. clothing is another different story, but I think product like that. Clothing where is kind of the same story too. Yeah, it's slowly going that way. I mean, there, there are, there, there is this more um, 
androgynous fashion trend that's happening. Oh, yeah. So more, I guess I'm more thinking children's clothing. Got it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like a very strong division. It's another thing. And like children's toys and, you know, like boys play with guns and soldiers and this and it and superheroes and girls play with Barbie dolls and like my kitchen stuff and this and that. It's like, why do we need to continue to enforce these ridiculous stereotypes? It's stupid. It's, it really angers me. You know what I mean? And I just feel like if we want to get away from toxic masculinity and like awful, like degrading feminine products, then we need to kind of, you know what I mean? Like evolve from evolve this. From if it's this. lotion, it's lotion. It's lo- <laughs> exactly. Can you just put lotion on it? Totally. You don't have to like, like men's stuff is like, it doesn't need super a hydrating <laughs> lotion with acid in it to toughen your skin. You know what I mean? It's just like, fuck off. We day all... and night. Exactly. Hard. Women don't work hard day or night. Hard, hard acting face wash with sandpaper to, you know <laughs> what I mean? Does that make sense? It's like, fuck off. Like, oh and because of that, I was like, I don't want to buy any, I don't want to buy products from a company that prescribes to that kind of yeah. attitude where they feel like they need to overemphasize masculine features just to sell product to males. To you know what also bothers me too? I guess this could lead into my SS hour for mm-hmm. me is yeah. I'm like saying everything is gender neutral. Yeah. It's a gender neutral t-shirt. Yeah. I see it. It's white. Yeah. 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 Gender neutral. Right. Like, then a pink shirt is only for a girl, and yeah. then a blue shirt's only for a boy. Totally. But it's this like, white is for all. Yeah, exactly. Everyone can wear white It's like, t-shirts. how does that make sense? It Where did you see that? Um, it was, uh, I think if you go to, let me see, it, it was one on, like, my Facebook feed. Got Some it. mom was, like, <laughs> bitching about it, and I'm like, yeah. But yeah, it's ridiculous. It's like, why do we have to prescribe these kind of things? Like, if a guy wants to wear a pink shirt, then let him wear a pink shirt. You don't have to say that's for women's only. You know yeah. what I mean? No, it's so stupid. It's but ridiculous. People still identify with yeah, that. I, I get it. And everyone thinks Issa is a boy. And I'm just like, who cares what she looks like? She's a if she's a female, she's a female. If she's a male, she's a male. Just let her be herself. Like try don't try to emphasize her feminine features just because she looks like a boy. Oh, it was Carter's was... clothing. Oh. And we shop at Carter's. But you know what I mean though? It's yeah. like who cares? It is really who cares. She, she should be happy to be like in she, clothes. Yeah, in clothes. And, like, she is what she is. Like, don't try and hide or overemphasize one thing just to make her fall into some type of, like, box. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, totally. It just really angers me. And I know that, like, for me growing up, it's, like, I think a lot of, like, growing up gay and just, like, growing up in this, like, I'm of a smaller stature. So I've always had to wear, like, a lot of women's clothes. Like, okay, yep. You know what I mean? Just to fit things because men's clothes are big and baggy and this and that. You know what I mean? Me to stand paper. Yeah, exactly. So it's yeah. just like, I think I'm more sensitive to it because I know growing up, me wearing, having to wear like women's clothing sometimes, it made me, it made me feel less of a person because of that. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, I'm not really a man because that I That just reminded me of The Office. Remember when Scott, uh, Michael Scott, wore a suit to the office okay. and it was a woman's suit. Oh, I, I haven't seen that. Okay. But he was like, yeah, a power suit. Yeah. And they're like, is that a woman's suit? And right. And he was like super self-conscious after. But yeah, it's just like... But he felt good in it. Yeah. But embrace embrace your your masculinity and femininity all at once. Yeah, everyone has a you little need to bit buy, of both. You don't need to buy product just to prove to the world that you're a man. You don't have to buy product to overemphasize your feminine features. 
preach for the preach. Yep. So that's my sour. So I just Googled gender neutral clothes. A lot of clothing companies have a section for that. Well, for sure. I wouldn't be surprised. And like, you don't even need to buy gender neutral clothes. Like if you see something that's a woman's whatever, then buy it. If you, you like it's it, a men's you like thing. It. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So wears a lot of hand-me-downs. A lot of them are boy stuff. Yeah. If it fits, it fits, and look good, it looks good. Exactly. I wear I wear women's jeans and I wear women's shoes. I wear men's clothing, um, a lot. Yeah. So there you so go. I'm wearing it right now. So yeah, what's your sour? Um, I guess I didn't really have a sour. Okay, actually, that's fine. being treated poorly today. Besides that, <laughs> that's um, a pretty big sour. But maybe people not obeying the four way stop. Four ways for sure. That one was like. It's happened too frequently, and yeah. I just remember there's. I guess I watch a lot of TV, but Modern Family. Mm-hmm. Do you remember Claire? She was all like trying to put signs yeah. up. Um, so I kept thinking, like, do I do that too? In this four way stop. Yeah, yeah. Stop was it? It was like something really weird. I don't remember it. But... Stop for the children. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So yeah, there would be that. Okay. Cool. Do you have a sweet then? Since you didn't really have a sour. Yeah, I, I do have a sweet. What is um, it? Well, you were saving it. I, I well, I already forgot. used it. It was like for um, consignment. Yes. And like, is that your sweet or no? That was going to be my sweet, but I actually have one better. Okay. Um, and it's something locally related as well. Let's hear it. Um, BC Public Schools uh, must provide free menstrual products for students. Preach. That's amazing. That is so awesome. I would tell Coleman all this, like this all the time. Like yeah. the government should give us like a tax break. Totally. Or cash back yeah. for having to spend that. Totally. Like, that's an expense like men don't have. Totally. I think um, birth control is another one too. That and birth be control. Exactly. Um, but the products will be available by, by the end of 2019. Amazing. So all public schools. And that's awesome. Did... The places that you've worked, did they did they have like a, a place for you to buy menstrual products? No. No. You can oh. go out and buy it though, like. But the places your your places that you worked never offered it for you, like to stock the washrooms with them. No. Oh, so the company like where I work, we. Like I would bring some, and I would if the girls needed sure, it. Yeah. I'd, I'd but definitely they didn't had give a stock. it to you. No, like I didn't have. Yeah, because at my at where I work, they included like they have it everywhere in all the washrooms. Oh my we gosh. actually have. Actually, the reason why I know this is not because I was peeping in a woman's washroom. It's because we have a universal washroom. Oh, all is welcome. All is welcome. And they are different. They, they're they all stalls, but the stalls go from a ceiling to floor. Oh, that's good. But yeah, and I was like, oh, wow, there's tampons in here. Pack your bags. And they have moisturizer in there. Oh, is it manly moisturizer? No, it's it's like, I can't smell anymore, but I, I took some of it. I was like, oh, like it's, it's like a fruity one. But oh, I was like, nice. Then I was like, why don't men get moisturizer in the washroom? I could use some moisturizer after I wash my hands. Put that in their suggestion box. Totally. Do they have a suggestion box? I will. Box? But anyway, so yeah, that's a, that's a great. It's a huge thing. That's so a huge thing. if you're in way. there, slip a couple in there. Yeah. I don't go to a public school anymore. But girls are going to get it for free now. Yeah. That would have been really helpful. I know some girls... Um, I guess there were Filipino girl. It was one Filipino girl. Her mom wouldn't let her buy tampons. That's ridiculous. Yeah, because they didn't want to put anything up there, so she had to wear pads all the time. Brutal. And it, like, if I remember what the pads looked like back then, the one my mom bought, like you're sitting on a pillow. Yeah. Like that's how a comfortable mattress. <laughs> a wet mattress. <laughs> all day in science class. It's like a water bed. <laughs> Cool. What do you know about water bags? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so, anyways, that was that's really cool. That's that a that's a that. major sweet right there. Yeah, totally. 
I'm going to get a cavity from it. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My sweet is not um, local. It's, it's a TV show related one. Okay. So I recently... Uh, stumbled upon the show. God, it's like my favorite show of all time right now. It's called Pen Fifteen. <laughs> it's about two girls who enter eighth grade. Okay, and you yes. see they're best friends, and you see them kind of go through eighth grade. But the kicker of this is they're so they're in they're they the show has a bunch of eighth grade kids, but the two girls that are acting are actually full on adults, <laughs> but they're acting like eighth grade kids. <laughs> It's amazing. Is this on Netflix? <laughs> so it's on Hulu. Okay. But we don't, because we don't have access to Hulu, CBC, uh, which I love, I love CBC, they're streaming it for free. Oh, The awesome. entire first season. They only have one season, but the entire season on CBC. So please watch it. Oh my gosh, it. I'm going to watch it. so freaking hilarious. And the best part that I really, really appreciated was one of the actors, she's half Japanese. Yeah. And she plays a half Japanese person on the show. Oh, way to represent. And what's really amazing about it is on most mainstream American TV shows, the mom would be like talking with a, like a really exaggerated accent, yes. you know, but she wouldn't speak her own language. She would always talk in like an English exaggerated accent. Yeah, like Kim's Convenience. Yeah, Kim's Convenience kind of situation, right? Where they're overplaying the accent, the Je- Japanese accent. In this situation, she's actually talking like how like a Japanese American mom would talk, which is... She'd speak a little bit of English and she'll throw in some Japanese as well. So it's like, mm. you know, like that's how I talk with my Representation. mom. And I really appreciate that that small detail because it was actually more realistic and more respectful to, to people's culture. Yeah. You know what I mean? It wasn't... Was there really... a subtitle then for the Yeah, Japanese there were subtitles. Parts? Okay. And they were legit Japanese people too. They were... The, okay. Yeah. So it was amazing. That works out perfect. So please, like I'm... Urging okay, you to I, watch I will it. Watch it. It's streaming on CBC. Yeah, and there and the the timeline is set in early two thousand. So there's a lot of like low rise jeans. Low rise jeans was one of them. <laughs> Thongs was another one. Oh, fantastic. Um, Wild Allure. things. The movie was Ooh, one of them. Um, yeah. So there's all these little things. Uh, like AOL chat. You, which oh. you, I highly recommend you watch that one because that one I feel ASL. like ASL. It was called Aim Chat. You know, like yeah. American. We didn't do that. Oh. We did MSN. MSN and ICQ. But still, yeah. yeah. Sony, that's my sweet. Wow, that's it. Sounds like a good sweet. I'm gonna get on that. Highly recommend you watch it. That's perfect because I just finished another show. I just finished watching. I just said that. Um, Back with the X. Haven't seen that. It's a reality, an Australian reality show. I just finished it. So now I'm ready to watch something (laughs) else. There you go. This is Pen Fifteen Club, or Pen Fifteen. Yeah, Pen Fifteen. P E N one five. Yeah. It's an amazing show. That worked out perfect because that's when someone introduced me to the Pen15 Club. It's in grade eight. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. that that's that's why it's so relevant. Okay, perfect. I'm gonna yeah. watch it. Thank you so much for that. No problem. Okay. Um... I guess that uh, wraps <laughs> up episode twenty-eight. But 28. like episodes pass, we always play something like this. Isa's watching outside. <laughs> oh my god, it's even worse. This is episode 28. This is episode 28. Not cringy. <laughs> at all. Not cringy at all. And on that note, please rate and review us on iTunes. Follow us on Instagram at yellowpackaging604. 
And please continue to listen to us. I promise <laughs> Jocelyn will no longer play the violin or drums. I might play the fiddle. They got one of those too. <laughs> la, 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 la. Okay. All right. That's it. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Bye. <laughs> Bye-bye.